You're listening to the Sam Oye Podcast, the program that uplifts your spirit, renews your mind, and transforms your life every week. And now, here is your host, the Reverend Sam Oye. Luke chapter 6 and verse 47 to 49. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will like you, I will like, I will show you who he is like. Verse 48, he is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose and the street, uh, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. Verse 49. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house, the ruin of that marriage, the ruin of that relationship was great. I want to speak to you today on what I call the causes and cure for breakups in marriages and divorces. Breakups in relationships and divorces in marriages. Father, we'll pray for the blessing on your word in Jesus' mighty name. We'll pray. Amen and amen. In Psalms 11, in verse 3. Psalms 11, in verse 3. The Bible says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Bible says there were two men who wanted to build a house and we have stressed this over and over again. And when these two individuals wanted to build... The Bible says that they built differently. One was in a hurry to build and show people his house. So he had no time to dig deep. So what he found on the surface for him was okay. He said what I'm seeing on the surface is enough and it suffices for me to build my house upon. So the man decided to build on what he saw. And, and trust me, what he saw must have been fine. The sand must have looked so nice. The portion of the earth that he built upon must have appeared so appealing, convincing. And so the Bible says he decided no time to dig deep. But you know, he saw the other person digging deep to build. And, and, and digging is, is messy. Digging takes time. Digging, uh, digging is the job for the patient. I, I mean, digging is not something... Uh, you you want to do because the time you are using to go down, somebody's using to go up. And, and if you are the type that wants to show up in a hurry, digging is not your business. I just want to start my business now and grow. I want to start my ministry and grow. I want to start my family. I want to start the relationship and grow. So all this digging thing, I, I don't have time for it. 
And so the Bible said the two of them came. The other guy, by the time he was digging deep, the other guy had already gotten to Linton level. And almost in the immediate, the one that was building up began to mock the one that was digging deep. Look at how far I've come. Look at that. Look at where you are. And you know, trust me, I don't know if you've been there. If you get involved in the job of digging and you see those who are doing building, uh, it's going to make you feel like you're having a setback in life. Is that correct? You see, the, the only thing that's going to stabilize you is the consciousness of one thing. The wind will soon test our works. It's not a question of if. It's a question of what, sir? When? Marriages will be tested brutally so. I don't care to know whether your marriage was enacted by Angel Gabriel and it was supervised by Angel Michael and God the Father and the Holy Ghost were there on the day and they said this is our beloved marriage in which we are pleased. I don't care to know who witnessed your marriage. It will be brutally tested. Your relationship will be brutally tested. I don't care to know how fine-faced she is and how much biceps and triceps he has, your relationship will be brutally tested. And what normally is tested when relationships are tested is not the superstructure. It's not the I love you, I, you love me, can you touch me, I touch you. That's not what is being tested, foundation. The foundation of it will be tested brutally. How did you build it? What was it built upon? Was it built upon lies and deception? Was it built about just superficialities? Was it built about just on just, you know, money? I, I want to marry him so that I will be able to get this, become this, achieve that. I married her because of what? It will be tested. So the Bible said one person decided to say, look, you know what? I'm going to take my time to dig deep. Whilst everybody else was looking up, building blocks and all of that, this guy looked down. I'm not going to build up until I find something solid to build upon. And I am not looking for this superficial things. She looks nice. Any damn thing can look nice. I'm not going to build on he looks so cute. He's got biceps and triceps or multiceps. Anything can have muscles. If you've ever been to the bush, you will see things with muscles. Trust me, if, you, if you've been in the zoo, you'll be shocked. If you, have you ever been to the zoo? If you've ever been to the zoo, you'll see some amazing muscular stuff. Have you ever seen the muscles of a lion? Have you seen a gorilla in action? The muscles are amazing. So anything can have muscles. Anything can have beauty. Have you seen a peacock in her majesty? Anything looks good. 
And this other person said, listen, I'm not building on all these things I'm seeing. Because I'm aware that the wind will come someday. I'm looking for capacity. I'm looking for stamina. I'm looking for character. I'm looking for a woman without the makeup. And let me see how you make up. I'm looking for a man without all the build-ups. And I want to see what you brained up. I'm looking for something totally different. See, what my girlfriends are looking for is not what I'm looking for. My girlfriends are not building to last. I want to build to last. The end has now become the reason for my engagement. I, I am building with the end in mind. Steve Covey, in his book, Build, uh, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, tells you the second law, the second secret of highly effective people is that they first of all always build with what? The end in mind. Meaning, I must crystallize what kind of marriage I want to have towards the end of my life. What kind of wife do I want to have? And based on that, I begin to dig to see who's got what I'm looking for. Because I understand from scripture that favor, beauty is vain. I understand that beauty fades away. I understand that all the, so I want to build on something that can't fade away. I understand that muscles degenerate. So I want to build on something that will last. <laughs> So I was here in Abuja and I saw some of the finest of girls, brilliant girls, well-schooled, Harvard's, MIT's, all of that. And they would look very appealing. Just like Samuel the prophet came and saw Eliab, saw the brothers of David. Well, guys, nice guys, everybody looking cool. And if I carried oil, there was waste time. Let me, this is the guy, order to pour the oil. And God says, stop it, my friend. Say, God, but God, this guy looks like a good guy for your kingdom. God said, you don't know what I'm looking for. Dig a little bit deeper. And got to level two. Step down a bit, level two. And by the time he got to the younger brother, I said, Lord, this one too looks like it. God said, dig a little bit deeper. I know your, your laziness is the reason why you will anoint the wrong person. Your impatience is the reason why you always appoint, anoint the wrong person. Dig a little bit deeper. See, digging is not easy. It takes time. Something I should have finished early. What am I still digging to do? Now it will amaze you to know, Pastor, that in all the digging process, he dug deep in a direction to the seventh and found out, watch this carefully, found out that who he was looking for, who God was looking for, was not even in the direction of his diggings. The answer to the issue first required that you move away from the direction you are looking. Because David was not found in the direction of the prophet's search. True, David was not found in the location of the prophet's search. 
Number three, David did not fall in the category of the prophet's search. Is it so possible that the answer to your search is outside your current parameters? This is where it gets messier and gets really tricky about life. That your current conceptualization does not provide sufficient answer for the future you desire. This is where praying and seeking God's will. I want to ask you a question. What if God, what if Samuel the prophet was not in tune with God enough to hear God, he would have anointed the king as the first person. Am I correct sir? He would not have even gotten to the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth. Meaning the prophet almost went wrong seven times. The prophet almost went wrong. How many times, sir? Seven times. And in all the seven cases, pastor, none of them were correct. So where's the answer? The Lord said the answer first is not in this house. So you see, there's a problem. The answer is not even the house that you came to search. The answer is in a place you would not like to go. I'm talking to somebody right now. The answer is in a bush. My question is, how do you find a king material in the bush? How, how do you find a kingly material in an unlikely place? It took God's grace and connection to the spirit of God. For the prophet not to anoint the wrong person as the right person. And God said to him, he said, look, he said, the right person is not here. And two, the right person doesn't look like them. All the people you thought the right person looked like, none of them looks like the right person. The right person doesn't look like all of them. All of them don't look like the right person. I'm speaking to somebody in the house of God right now. All of them don't look like the right person you're looking for. The right person doesn't look like all of them. The challenge with you right now is that your mind's construct only holds the perception of the people you've already seen. The challenge is that the right person does not, even, does not exist in your frame of reference. How do you get it right when your mind doesn't even conceptualize it? <laughs> Can somebody place your right hand on your head and just pray? Say, Father, don't let me miss it. Ah, just pray. Say, Father, don't let me miss it. Don't let me miss it again. I can't miss it again. I can't miss it again. In Jesus' name, amen. Any one of us can miss it. Except the Spirit of God helps us. Any one of us can miss it. I've missed it. I've missed it before. And so, one of the things you get to find out is that the proof of maturity is patience. And you get to find out from what I've just shared with you right now that the older you get... The more serious you become with the things of God, the slower you are in, in making decisions. Because your decisions must be vetted not only by your mind. Your mind is too finite. The most your mind can anoint, appoint, is within the seven. The one God will appoint is outside the seven. <laughs> so you need to be humble enough to take your decisions to the father 
as a father this is what I'm thinking about what do you think Lord it's either it is this or it is not and the reason many of us don't like to go to the father is because you don't want to hear it is not Was it here? We're praying. I can't remember if it was here or somewhere else. We're praying now. We had a case of a lady. We're praying for us. We're getting close to her. Was it here? That she was saying, I, I know what he's going to say. I don't want to hear it. Was it here? <laughs> she said she knows what God is going to say, but she doesn't want to hear. That's exa- I mean, she's been honest. <laughs> she's just been very brutally honest. Why haven't you prayed, prayed about a guy that you're going out with now? <laughs> Bought you a car. Sent you to Dubai. Give you money. You've never seen the kind of money you are seeing right now in your lifetime. This is rainy season for you. <laughs> the last voice you want to hear is a voice that sends you back to dry season. So the moment you are hearing something like my beloved daughter, my beloved daughter, my beloved daughter. In, in fact, if you are in church right now, you are praying that God will confuse me. Right now you are just, Father, confuse him. Don't, don't let him continue that. Father, give him another story. Let him, you are praying to the, the Father is sending me to you. You are praying to the Father to send me away. Because you don't want to hear. And that is why the Bible says in these last days, you know what people are going to be doing? They will be gathering to themselves teachers they like to hear. Who will tell them what they like to hear. Any one of us can miss it. (laughs) That's why we're dealing with this series on Wonders without number through divine instruction. And I'm going to continue with that today. As we talk about the causes and cure for breakups in marriages and relationships. The difference between anointing the first seven and anointing the last one is what? The voice of God. Right? This is all. The difference is the voice of God. The difference between getting it wrong and getting it right is what? Say it again. The voice of God. There's a difference. Write it down. The difference between getting it right and getting it wrong is the voice of God. If you want to get it right, you hear the voice of God. Reject the voice of God, you get it wrong. One of the things you need to start doing in church right now. Can I ask you to do something? I pray we are able to create a jota for that purpose. I'm trying to see if we can create a 52 Sunday jota. Let me warn you. I know that we all use our phones and all of that. But the funny part of it is that I will encourage you to use jotas. Your phones can crash. Your phones can be lost in the jiffy. But your jotas, what you write. There's something about phones. They don't make you write as much as you should. Because of the way you type. Do you know that you can be writing on a jot and God will begin to give you diagrams you are drawing that will make you remember what you've heard. But that, there's a lot of limitation with your phone when it comes to that. No matter how good you are. So, I will encourage every Sunday when you're coming to church, come with your jotter. Come with a journal. 
Write, read, and apply. Foundation is everything. In every building, foundation is everything. Foundations will either be weak or they'll be strong. I will always remember watching what happened in Haiti when there was a major earthquake there about in Haiti. And we saw buildings collapsing. Lives were lost. Why? We're made to understand that the foundations of those built in buildings in Haiti were pretty very weak. And at the same time, in places like Japan, you may even have headquakes that are more stronger than the ones we had in Haiti and buildings will stand. Why? The difference again is in what's up? Foundation. Quakes will always reveal the strength of foundations. Trials will always reveal the strength of your foundation. Pressure will always reveal the strength of your relationship foundation. Infidelity, meeting with the wrong woman, meeting with the right man, will always come to test the strength of, the fight, uh, of your marriage and your relationship. It's important to know that relationship foundations will all be brutally tested. Why do relationships and marriages crumble when they are being tested? Well, like I said in the beginning, no debt. No debt. They were not built on solid things that I'm about to share with you. They were built on the wrong things as we're about to see. What is one of the wrong things? What is the what wrong, some of the wrong things that people do that makes their relationships and their marriages to be compromised? The foundation of it to be destroyed. Just write these things down. What kind of people normally have relationships that are prone to failure? Write this number one, unwise people. People that are unwise. And one of the things you find out about their relationships and marriages is that they have unwise behaviors, actions, and they speak unwisely. So let's talk about the unwise. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast through your giving and donations, kindly click on the donate button or visit www.samoyepodcast.com. Don't forget to join us daily for the Prophetic Prayer Hour with Rev Sam Oye via YouTube channel at Rev Sam Oye. Also, if what you desire is a change in your faith, family, and financial life, then experience the unraveling ministry of Reverend Sam Oye by being in any of our life transforming services. Log on to www.thetransformingchurch.org for details. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter at Rev Sam Oye. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next episode.